Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. His goodness witnesses continually. Nevertheless, he left not himself without witness, in that he did good and gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. Acts 14, verse 17. Though sin is Margaret's beauty, on all things may be seen traces of the work of evil. Yet, much that is beautiful remains. Nature testifies that one infinite in power, great in goodness, mercy, and love, created the earth and filled it with life and gladness. Even in their blighted state, all things reveal the handiwork of the great master artist. Wherever we turn, we may hear the voice of God and see evidence of his goodness. From the solemn roll of the deep-toned thunder and old ocean's ceaseless roar, nature's ten thousand voices speak his praise, and earth and sea and sky, with her marvelous tint and color, varying in gorgeous contrast or blended in harmony. We behold his glory, the everlasting hills tell us of his power, the trees that wave their green banners in the sunlight, and the flowers in their delicate beauty point to their creator. The living green that carpets the brown earth tells us of God's care for the humblest of his creatures. The caves of the sea and the depths of the earth reveal his treasures. He who placed the pearls in the ocean and the amethyst and chrysolite among the rocks is a lover of the beautiful. The God of heaven is constantly at work. It's by his power that vegetation is caused to flourish, that every leaf appears and every flower blooms. Every drop of rain or flake of snow, every spire of grass, every leaf and flower and shrub testifies of God. These little things so common around us teach the lesson nothing is too small for his attention. So today... We are building on what we read yesterday, that the creation of God reveals the invisible aspects of him. So, uh, just reading our verse made me feel joy, the rain and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. Doesn't that just make you feel refreshed? We've all seen a light spring rain with a rainbow in the sky, reminding us of God's covenant agreement to never flood the whole earth again. We've seen the fruit trees loaded with colorful fruit that taste amazing and mouth-watering. These all reveal God's thoughts and feelings towards us. We read that these things testify that God is infinite in power, great in goodness, mercy, and love. Not only did he give us a place to be, in space and time, he gave us senses so that we could sense the delights he made us. We can see his creation, examine it in depth. We can hear the sounds his creation makes. When you study the sounds of nature, it will seem like all nature is praising God. You can smell the earth after a rain. It's a smell called petrichor. 
the smell of a fresh orange or the blooming jasmine. You can taste these smells of the food you eat with complexity of flavor. You can feel all the textures of his created works, a fuzzy peach or the smooth hair of a horse with his velvety nose. But more than each thing, we can experience many of these senses at the same time. Imagine, okay, lying in the grass in the shade, the laughter of children in the distance, the smell of jasmine in the breeze, your sweetheart lightly dragging an ostrich feather over your face, in between feeding you juicy ripe strawberries. There, you have it all for a few minutes in space and time, and yet that's just a tip of the variety of things God has given us to taste, smell, hear, feel. Oh, I can't even uh, name them all. Okay. You can, anyways, you can have, you can feel it all for a few minutes in space and time, and then the memories will echo down through the hallways of your memory for days. Our world, even in its blighted condition, is bursting with God's creative power. His thoughts and feelings towards us. What does blighted mean? I know we have an idea. We know what it is. But I want to look it up anyway for the details. Into the 1828 Noah Webster's Dictionary. And blight is a noun. It's a disease incident to plants. Affecting them variously. Sometimes the whole plant will perish. Sometimes only leaves and blossoms will shrivel as if scorched. So, nipping or blasting to prevent growth and fertility to frustrate. Okay. So that describes what we see on our planet. What we've created from what God gave us. Aren't you glad God is going to create it anew? I am. And we'll get to see that creation if we're his children. If you search the sounds of nature on the internet, you will likely come up with the website titled citiesandmemory.com. It's a global sound map, and you can select cities all over the world and see a cl little clips and listen to sounds, to a plethora of sounds. A rooster in Iceland flapping his wings with dogs in the background and birds twittering. Then you can try another place on the globe, life in a Norwegian harbor or anywhere else. And in the harbor, you can hear the harbor bells and the town bells. It's truly a palette of sounds from the planet that God gave us. And even though it's not in its primal glory, still, there's beauty everywhere we look. We read that God is constantly at work. It's by his power that vegetation flourishes. Every leaf appears, every flower blooms, and may I add, every fish egg hatches and their hearts begin to beat. These little things so common to us, they teach us lessons that nothing is too small for God's attention, especially you. I selected a little warning in Jeremiah 2, 7 and 19. And God is telling Israel, And I brought you into a plentiful land to enjoy its fruits and good things. But when you came in, you defiled my land and made my heritage an abomination. Thine own wickedness shall correct thee. Ooh. 
That's a warning. If we ruin the land, the consequences will eventually correct us. So our own wickedness will correct us. Some of the results of our mistakes will cause us to be corrected eventually. Oh, here's a promise. Luke 22, 29 and 30. And I bestow upon you a kingdom, just as my Father bestowed upon me, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom. Oh, I look forward to that day when all things are made do, new and that we can sit and eat together with Jesus and be with God and see him face to face. I thought an appropriate little song to end today is All Things Bright and Beautiful. And I'll try with my morning voice to <clears throat> not slaughter it. All things bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small, all things wise and wonderful, the Lord God made them all. The cold wind in the winter, the pleasant summer sun, the ripe fruits in the garden, he made them every one. All things bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small, all things wise and wonderful, the Lord God made them all. Oh, I started way off on the wrong key. Well, forgive me for that song this morning. I will leave it to your kind hands to do better. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for making all these wonderful things for us. Help us to appreciate them, to take care of them, to be the caretaker that you have created us to be of this planet. I pray for those who are here with me this morning that they will see all around them all of your work and see in your work your care for them personally and your hand stretched out to bring them back to a state of perfection and redemption. Thank you, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. Please join me again tomorrow morning for morning worship. And I'll try to do better with the song tomorrow.